Hello and a very warm welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast brought to you by First Class Holidays. Now, if you're looking to be inspired by some of the most incredible destinations from around the world, then you are certainly in the right place. Join us on a journey of discovery for beautiful destinations as we get advice, tips and insider knowledge from the people who have actually been there. Now, I'm TV and radio presenter Jenny Powell, your host for this. And on this particular episode, we're heading outdoors to Canada's westernmost province, British Columbia, otherwise known as BC, by the way. Once again, we have Paula from First Class Holidays, who's got all the advice we need on booking the perfect break. And uh, Paula, lovely to see you as always. Well, thank you, Jenny. Lovely to be here. No, it's always good to have a good old natter. And you just inspire me mm-hmm. with um, all the um, the wonderful things that, um, you know, w- we can explore and discover um, throughout the world. And you've made me realise what a bad traveller I am, but you are <laughs> inspiring me. So what can we expect and be inspired by in this emphasis? Oh, we can hear about some of the people that know BC, British Columbia best, as you put it. Um, Just everything from the breathtaking vistas and the gorgeous outdoors and and how, as travellers, we can experience that within our Canadian itineraries. Looking forward to it as always. And I know we've got some help with this as well. Uh, Joining us now, three fascinating guests to talk us through BC. Sandy beaches, lush rainforests and why this province is a haven for outdoor enthusiasts. So firstly, we've got Lisa Cooper. Um, She's representing British Columbia. We've got Michael Braben um, to talk about Whistler and Vancouver. And Colin Brost to find out exactly what you can expect from a visit to Sun Peaks. So welcome all. I've done it all in one go hello guys hello hello <laughs> hey everyone yeah they're sort of like we're all from all different corners of the world right now so um yeah we'll sync up um now um first of all lisa i'm going to go to you so um if any listeners are interested in experiencing the wild side of british columbia um can you give us an outdoor activities overview well jenny there is an abundance of outdoor activities to do in bc it is literally the best destination to do any level of activity So if high adrenaline's your thing, we can give you things like whitewater rafting, you can go hiking a Via Ferrata, you can go kite surfing. Um, For those that like a softer um, activities, we can give you horse riding, mountain biking and surfing. Oh, well, surfing? Yes, Mm. surfing. Now there's something I didn't know. Well, did you know that Tofino on Vancouver Island is actually the second best surfing spot in all of of the world? Right, that's the second thing I didn't know. Lisa, (laughs) (laughs) you're setting the bar very high. But yes, such, yes, so many things for for real sort of like um, daring sort of adrenaline. Yeah, those people. But for those that aren't the adrenaline junkies, you can also golf, you can go fishing, you Mm. can do hiking to any level. So if you want to climb to the top of a mountain, you can do that. If you want to stroll around one of our wonderful rainforests, you can do that as well. And you can heli anything. You can go heli hiking, heli golf, heli yoga, heli picnicking. And there's no real better way to escape the crowds than going higher up in the mountains. Mm. Um, One of the things that's actually on my bucket list to do is to go heli glacial kayaking can i just ask when you say heli what's you've got one of those helicopter hats on your head Mm -hmm. you just transport yourself somewhere (laughs) can i just get a visual please you actually get into a helicopter and go to a top of a mountain peak and then there you choose your activity of choice right which mine would be the glacial kayaking so what happens in the spring when the snows melt 
you can actually get in a kayak and, and go down a stream that's of melted snow on the, at the top of a mountain. No way. Wow. That is special. Mm. I never even yeah. thought, I didn't even know things like that existed. Exist. Yeah, I think people are wanting that little bit different experience mm. that 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 little bit unique um activities or or like you say to suit every every um ability more than anything so there's there's nothing there's nothing greater than jumping in a helicopter i've been very fortunate to do heli skiing near vancouver so um yeah i would love to do a heli picnic i haven't done that yet that lisa i think she was heli dropping there i think i was yeah <laughs> did you get that i did i liked it <laughs> Yeah. Mm, loving your work, Paula. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other which you spoke, she mentioned skiing. One of the things I wanted to you know, just to also you know, say is that we've got thirteen wonderful ski resorts. Mm-hmm. I won't go into too much detail because I know that the chaps following me will have something to say about that. But again, <laughs> you know, BC is 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 great for skiing all to different levels, whether you're a beginner or whether you're an experienced skier as well. So really, as an adrenaline junkie, obviously we don't want to put people off who aren't adrenaline junkies, but, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sounds to me like the approach to BC is don't have your blinkers on, you know. Absolutely. I mean, it, it, is, it is a province for all people because, you know, and also we, we've got a really um, good accessible activities as well. So if people want to go and we've got um, places that you can take your wheelchairs through the rainforest and so they can go off and explore the nature side of of the province as well. So it isn't people, you know, often see pictures of man on top of mountain and think, oh, I'm never going to do that. But that's a choice. You don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, you could be walking around the bottom of the mountain and and it's any choice and any pace. That's so interesting, you know, because I think before we've even begun sometimes, these experiences, you know, that you put, you know, you invest in, you know, and you put your time in, you know, you give your time to, and some of us don't have that time. You know, you want to make it the ultimate experience. And Mm. you think, you're sitting there at home thinking, well, yeah, but I could never really do that. Or there's probably Mm. not really the facilities to do that. Mm. And that's just an incredible, you know, landscape that's far too adventurous for me, you know, and you kind of close the doors before they've even opened. And it sounds to me like, you know, we need to talk to you guys Mm -hmm. a bit more. Well, absolutely. And things like, you know, we mentioned the heli picnic, you know, for some people that don't want to be on top of the mountain, there are ways of getting up to the top of the mountain without having to climb however many thousands of feet. Um, And again, for somebody that, that wants that kind of pure escapism, you know, it's not the cheapest thing you know to do, but you know, if you're talking bucket list items, it's definitely up there. Mm. So, Paula, for you, mm-hmm. um, what when, when people are sort of like inquiring about mm-hmm. those sort of ultimate experiences? Yeah, what's what? How do you sort of you know how, how do you sort of work with those people? Because obviously, you know, it's very difficult, isn't it? Because well, yeah, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, we we handpick our suppliers very very carefully. Okay. So yeah. we only work with the best local suppliers. Um, so the it's with hand in hand with all of our lovely tourism partners. These are all experiences that have been tried and tested, um, and even from the health and safety point of view, yeah. um, which obviously is very important. But look, just like you say, so that everything for an ability point of view, um, so that we can scale them, we can address what any areas of concern people may have. Yeah. Um, but also, like you say, o- open those doors to um, giving that ex- wildlife experience that people may not have even anticipated was available for them so Mm. yeah we can provide suggestions and we have all these things readily available for us that we can give customers and and their and their agents information on 
So, Lisa, do you feel like you've given us a bit of a glimpse into, you know, British Columbia? Because I know we've got two lovely other guests waiting to have a chat. I do have one more little thing. You do it, Lisa, while you can. Um, When it comes to being, you're getting at one with nature, Mm -hmm. BC, you know, we've talked about the activities and and the stuff that you can do. But if you really want to escape the crowds, um, BC is made up of, 75% of the province is made up of rainforests. We've got 10 mountain ranges, so you can really, really get out there. Um, And we've got an enormous amount of special wildlife in our province. For the bird watchers, I've never seen so many bald eagles in one place. It's truly stunning. We've got moose, we've got bison, and we've got bears. Mm. We have the trifecta of bears. We've got the black bear, we've got the grizzly, and we've also got the spirit bear, which is the white, like um, it's called the commodi bear. It's like the white um, grizzly bear. We have a numerous wildlife lodges that you can go bear watching. Um, but if you fancy doing something different, you can also go and take a yacht, you know, uh, which has a private chef on it. And it takes you up all to the different inlets. And so you, you, know, you moor up and then you can walk into the rainforest and go bear watching from there as well. And I can't forget the ocean wildlife, along with the otters, the seals and the dolphins. We have whales. We've got humpbacks, great um, grey whales and minkies. And we are home to three resident orca pods which is you know, pretty special as well. Wow. Two are at the south of Vancouver Island by Victoria. One's at the north of the island. J-Pod down in the south have just recently had another calf born, which is super exciting and fabulous news. And for those people that do want an adrenaline kick as they're watching the whales, they can do it kayaking. <laughs> kayak with a, with an orca. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty special as well. So Whoa. we've got you know, a huge amount of wildlife um, and it's a really special experience that we in the UK just don't get no, over here. Nowhere near. It's another world, but it's one we it all is. want to be part <laughs> of by the sounds of it. But it sounds so adventurous. Um, but also, like you say, I think there's this whole sort of draw to going back to nature. Um, a lot more people are wanting to do that. So it sounds like it can just be the perfect combination. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. And and it's available for everybody, like you say, for every every duration. So if somebody just wants to do a half day, you know, whale watching or a bear viewing tour through to a really immersive experience where some of these lodges are inaccessible by float plane or by water. And um, and a really unique way of travelling around BC as well, because I mean, there's not, not that many places that you see on every itinerary where like float planes, for example, are a standard transfer. I mean, we can do float planes mm. up to some of these the guys are going to talk about mm-hmm. like to Whistler and over to Vancouver Island and just a nice combination of being able to do and travel and quite inexpensively on some of those things as well they're mm-hmm. not as as expensive as what you might imagine Michael Baby's chomping at the bit now <laughs> I feel Always. like there's a, there's a slight sense of competition. What did you call the three bears? The trifecta of bears is that what it's called the trifecta oh. have you made that up? No, I'm, well, I, I, it's my my personal nickname for them. Oh, is it? We've got three, yeah, we've got three different bears. So, you know, when you get, you know, when you're doing a bet, you have a trifecta bet, which is like you do three bets at once. So ah. I, I fondly call it the trifecta of bears because they're black, they're grizzly, and they're blonde. Right, so I'm, I've got a trifecta of travel experts with me then, really, haven't I? <laughs> yes, you have. Who's the grizzly one? <laughs> <laughs> but when 
it comes to facial hair, it's going to have to be Colin. <laughs> um, but yes, um, I like this. So um, number two in the trifecta is um, not so hairy, um, <laughs> Michael Baber. Um, what an introduction. I've never done that one before. Um, so, Michael, can you, moving on very quickly, can you just tell us, um, first of all, about Whistler, obviously, that's um, your domain, and what outdoor activities um, we can look forward to there? Well, yeah, I think going back to, you know, as Lisa was saying, talking about adventure, that for me is like a core component to British Columbia, full stop. And especially when you venture somewhere like Whistler, it's about adventure. But for the individual, I think that changes depending on who you are. Again, you know, Lisa was mentioning crawling over the Capilano suspension bridge. For some people, that's absolutely massive. For somebody else, you know, they want to be, yeah, jumping off a helicopter into 10 feet of powder. From, from a Whistler perspective, it's probably known better yeah. as a ski resort. Yeah. yeah, You know, phenomenal amount of snow, about 11 metres, which is about two and a half um, double-decker buses on top of each other. It's got bobsledding, snowmobiling, heli-skiing. You can bobsleigh down the Olympic Park. And that's probably where it's best known. But in summer, the, the, the environment, everything about it just changes and it becomes this incredible destination that you travel through, that you can see bears. Again, of the trimester, trimester, <laughs> triceratops, <laughs> try something. We've, we've only got one in Whistler. <laughs> again, unless, unless the grizzlies get a little bit lost. Right. Um, but again, there's about generally around um, 50 black bears that are in and around Whistler. So at the end of the ski season, these guys start waking up. So whatever you're doing in Whistler, you can kind of come across them. I mean, the one thing to, to point out that bears, this is not an adrenaline um, activity. <laughs> these guys, the black bears are really timid. Right. They'll go out of their way to avoid you okay but the what i've always loved about whistler is everything's so accessible so you've got a number of lakes kind of dotted around um the village itself but you can get up in the morning you can do a little loop around lost lake is one of the most popular it will take you about an hour mm -hmm. but if you do it before breakfast that's when the bears are up and you just go off you take yourself off and you could have spotted you could have spotted bears before you've even started your buffet. <laughs> so it's a, a really amazing place like that. And obviously it's still about the mountains, but even riding gondolas up the mountain, you know, again, you're spotting bears in the trees below before you get to the top. And then you can go over and you can do things like the peak to peak. So just this area, just getting out and hiking and on your legs. I mean, that's kind of the start to your adventure. Yeah. Um, and it can easily take days to get around and explore everything. But then, yeah, you have this incredible array of other things to do. I mean, uh, Lisa and Paula both mentioned heli anything, which, yeah, you can do heli sup boarding if you want, where, again, you jump in your helicopter, you're whisked off um, to a lake, usually a glacier-fed lake, high in some mountain in the middle of nowhere. Um, and off you go, you do some stand-up paddleboarding. We've had a few British couples um, 
this summer that have got engaged ah. with their private heli picnics. Oh, lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, if you want to get into some of the other activities, you know, there are things like um, there are these little buggies that you can hire to, to explore the scenery. I mean, unlikely to see a bear in one of those because they're pretty noisy. But also the zip lining is just absolutely sensational. Um, one that runs between Whistler and Blackcomb Mountain called uh, Zip Trek Eco Tours, which is a bit more about the fauna and the flora, and they talk to you about the history. And there's always this Canadian that you have a bit of a man crush on, and he's got his favorite tree. And then the flip side of that, you've got Superfly, which is two lines up high in the mountains where you race against other people. And <laughs> thanks to my ribs and wings intake during my time in Canada, that's usually something I can win against most opponents. Ah. But yeah, there's just there's just endless things to do. And uh, whether it's on water, again, you can kayak, um, canoe. There's a, a beautiful little uh, river called the River of Golden Dreams, where you kind of go down, but you're following the current, so you don't need to put a lot of work in, and then you stop at the bottom and somebody takes your canoe and you go <laughs> off to the spa. It's my kind of activity. Or again, you could go whitewater rafting if you wanted. So there's just such that range of things to do and really is adventure for absolutely anybody. But like to me, you've got to push yourself. Yeah. And that doesn't need to be something crazy, but if you're in just that little world, bit more, just that little bit outside yeah. your comfort zone, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. And you're seeing this incredible scenery, this amazing wildlife, yeah. but you're also getting it from the view of a helicopter yeah. or, or from zip the view wire, of a gondola yeah. or from your kayak. I think which... that would be my attitude. It'd mm-hmm. be like, if I was going to do a zip wire, I'm not going to do, do it, it there. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do it there. And um, from a customer's point of view, it's so competitively priced. So when you're coming away from the likes of beautiful cosmopolitan Vancouver, by all means, um, the accommodation in the summer is really, really reasonable in Whistler. Mm-hmm. So you can certainly have maybe a bit of a touch of luxury at a fraction of the price as well. So a lot of people are introducing um, Whistler as an alternative, you know, um, than just staying in some of some of the big cities. So, it, and it's beautiful, you know, like, and obviously you've heard about all the different activities. So it's really easy to do at least a couple of days mm. um, within within an itinerary with ease. Happy with what she said there, Michael, because I know you, you know, you can, uh, you're watching her with those eyes of yours, just looking at her now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. I couldn't agree more with, with what Paula was, was saying. I think that's the big change with, with Whistler, it's actually now busier in summer than it is in winter. Right. And that has really changed over the last probably 10 to 15 years. Whereas Whistler in summer, it was known as a ski resort, but it used to be a stop off on your big tour around Canada. Mm-hmm. And now the thing that we hear time and time again, which is true of many places in Canada, because there's just so much to do, but there's just we didn't spend enough time there and Mm. you know by the time you've traveled up and you go up this beautiful road from Vancouver to Whistler called the Sea to Sky Highway which is spectacular in itself but by the time you've traveled up if you've only got two nights you've really only got one full day in Whistler 
So by the time you've taken the gondola to go up the mountain, you've done the peak to peak between Whistler and Blackcomb Mountain, you've maybe done a little hike and stopped for lunch and explored, explored a bit of the village, that's it, you're off again. You know, you haven't had a chance to do any of those activities. And it is a bit of a battle sometimes um, putting together that Canada itinerary. And I'm sure Paula can would agree with me that, you know, often customers just, they want to do so, so much. Yeah. And my view is always, do you know what, come back. And make the most, yeah, make sure you, you do where you're going properly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do too much of too little. Mm -hmm. Definitely yeah, agreed, and and of course we we've mentioned Vancouver. Um, what what are the highlights there outdoors wise? Um, you know the real sort of like big blockbuster highlights. Oh, it's difficult. Vancouver is, and I guess, I guess well Whistler offers these real high octane um, adventure and anything beneath it. Probably you're not going to get quite that level of adventure in in Vancouver on the whole, but just being in Vancouver and being able to wander or cycle around is adventure in itself. You, you mentioned um, earlier sandy beaches and lush yeah. rainforests. Well, it's, it's there in this small bubble of what they call downtown, which is that beautiful modern center that the city has where 99% of people will stay. You've got Stanley Park that you just wander into, which is a thousand acres of forest that you can just get lost in. I actually nearly missed a flight um, about a year ago because I walked around it before my, my afternoon flight, forgetting how big it was. And the walk went to a faster walk, which went to a jog, which went to a run, which meant <laughs> I went home the following day. Um, but it's, it's just amazing. And I would say based on that, get a bike. Bites, but <laughs> there's there's so many places to stop off along the way yeah. you can there's even first nations so um, a company called talisa tours where somebody one of the first nations people will take you around and share stories about the legends and the history mm -hmm. and the culture so from that perspective it's just amazing you just hire a bike from one of the a million bike stores there seems to be in Vancouver and off you go mm -hmm. and then even you know wandering over to certain parts there's little ferry boats that are used by commuters that you can get on and cost you three four bucks mm -hmm. and will kind of poodle you around because Vancouver is just a city that needs to be seen you know you've got to walk around it you've got to cycle around it and then I guess then the adventure kind of starts to flow maybe a little bit more when you venture out of Vancouver or you do a tour to, I don't know, whether it's a, a boat, a scenic boat tour in the evening um, where you'll have a nice three course meal as you cruise around Vancouver, or you can jump on a Zodiac boat and be off um, watching orca whales. They're resident orca whales that are relatively close to um, Vancouver. Again, you can kayak mm -hmm. if you really want to. Um, uh, and then for me, number one, and again, to go back to what Paula was saying earlier, amazingly inexpensive float plane tours. 
Mm. Just oh, we're back on the flow. Yeah, yeah. Those lots seems to be. of them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. So you're literally like you're off the water, up you go, land on another yeah. bit of water, another sort of like maybe town on the shore or reserve on the shore, and so it goes on and on. Yeah, there are there are tours where you can kind of go off going, and stop yeah. for the day yeah. and have some lunch uh, mm. and then come back. I mean, again, they're used for commuting and can be used as part of your itinerary. You can take off from downtown Vancouver, just yards from your hotel, and fly up to Whistler if you want and see that amazing sea to sky uh, scenery from a float plane but there's even something as easy as a 25 minute float plane okay. that takes you out circles you a couple of times right. brings you back in and Vancouver is just such a spectacular city and I guess that's the beauty that you have this cosmopolitan city this incredible modern city and then just spectacular scenery and adventure that comes around it and one of the things that it's also known for is just amazing food. It has an incredible um, array of different cuisines and most noticeably a huge amount of Chinese and Japanese um, population lives there. And obviously you're right next to the coast. Mm. So the sushi oh. is just the best I've had outside of, of Japan. Mm -hmm. There's also something called Japa Dogs which is this quite prestigious chef that's opened up these hot dog stalls with like bower buns with then a hot dog and then seaweed sprinkled on the top. <laughs> and one of the, the newest things about Canada overall, and it's coming to Vancouver, is Michelin. Now, I always thought that Michelin restaurants were everywhere, but it turns out, no, it's in certain countries, you have Michelin standard restaurants, but even that is coming to Canada now. So Michelin restaurants are, are opening as well. So it's the beauty of Vancouver. This and the diversity, yeah. Yeah, this Absolutely. phenomenal city, yeah. but with all of this wildlife, beauty, adventure, scenery on its doorstep. Oh, it has to be seen from the air, Vancouver. Yeah, really I does. bet. Oh, I, yeah. I can imagine. Mm. Um, so great sort of ways of, of getting around, but mm -hmm. also of, of, of seeing, well, getting the right view. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I would say the one thing, if you do want to get more views of Vancouver, yeah. there's three mountains nearby. And again, each one has a, a different kind of view out over downtown Vancouver, which is absolutely spectacular. And if you really didn't have time to include Whistler in, in an itinerary, you can pop up to the local mountains, right. one of which even has a couple of resident grizzly bears, if mm -hmm. you wanted to spot them, mm -hmm. um, which is two of the three now. Um, but um, Bella and cooler yeah. i believe yeah. it is mm -hmm. at the at the top of um, grouse mountain which is right by capilano suspension bridge mm -hmm. so when you finished crawling over the suspension bridge <laughs> you can wander up <laughs> you can look over vancouver and again some of the mountains again you can do stand-up paddle boarding mm. go for go for hikes one of them's even got a mountain coaster which as far as i can tell i haven't done it appears to be uh, a toboggan on a track with a break Oh, but, and are you in yeah, control of your says, own break? Everything is health and safety. Health and safety. <laughs> yeah, of course. I've not checked that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's one for your to-do list, okay. your bucket list, Paul. Yeah. 
but no, it sounds like, again, uh, just so much choice, um, so many um, things that probably you didn't quite expect, um, um, but certainly worth um, indulging in. And that's where, you know, the likes of you, Paula, can come in and help us mm -hmm. with that. Mm -hmm. I know for sure. Um, so thank you. I think that was a... Yeah, it's my mind's just buzzing now, but I've just about, I've always got room for Colin because because <laughs> uh, we chatted before, Colin uh, from um, our Sun Peaks um, part of the world, um, our expert, always with the best smile. Um, and Colin, dare I say it, but, you know, what is it about Sun Peaks? Well, I got to tell you, uh, with after Lisa and Michael, this is going to be a tough act to follow. Yeah, you'll but, be fine. Uh, hearing yeah. from them, um, it, it, it makes me kind of proud uh, mm. to be... Uh, living and, and working and playing in British Columbia and uh, kind of reminds me of all of those other things that you know we take for granted and I think next time I get to Vancouver I'm gonna I'm gonna take the hardware air seaplane maybe the E seaplane the new electric seaplane over to Victoria for the day mm -hmm. uh, just some great things to do but um, from Sun Peaks I mean a bit similar to Whistler in that we were born as a as a ski resort in the 60s uh, just a local mountain called Todd Mountain and in the 90s uh, the development of Sun Peaks Resort, now Sun Peaks as a as an incorporated community, a municipality, uh, it came about by 2010, and the development started in the early 90s. But again, we were born as a ski resort, and uh, now we're a, a four-season destination up in the, the mountains in the interior of British Columbia. So the location of Sun Peaks is quite, quite beneficial for us and for our guests, and, and it's really a nice um, a way to build a, a, a night or two or three in, in Sun Peaks and on any itinerary going across the province, whether it's the Rockies, Worcester, Vancouver. But to Michael's point, I think there is so much to do in Canada, let alone in British Columbia, that uh, I, I think we're seeing a bit of a trend where people are are sort of slowing down the number of destinations and increasing that length of stay to, to be able to in, enjoy everything that the, the destination has to offer get a little bit deeper you know dive into the culture meet the locals that kind of thing and and uh as sun peaks is a, a lesser known destination uh it's a little bit quieter we're a, a laid-back easygoing community of about 1600 people um up in the mountains and uh, there's a vibe here that's hard to hard to describe go uh, on describe it <laughs> <laughs> I'll, try, I'll do my best. Yeah, um, it's not a trifecta. Okay. Um, it's it's really this intrinsic feeling. Uh, you know, you come you drive up the mountain road, come around the corner, and and up pops this little Tyrolean themed pedestrian only village, um, and there is this feeling you get when you you step out of the car or off the tour bus or what have you, and it smells different. Uh, you know that you're up in the mountains. It's quiet. Um, a lot of talk about bears. We do have bears in Sun Peaks, but they're just the black bears, so they're friendly. Um, but as Michael mentioned, they do they do try to avoid people as much as possible. Um, but yeah, so it's it, the location of Sun Peaks, what it has to offer is probably one of the, the, the most critical points. But it is that feeling, which is hard to describe. Um, as mentioned, we're, we're a little more laid back. And I think of my perfect itinerary through British Columbia and Vancouver and Whistler and all of those, you know, awe-inspiring, heli, everything, uh, mm -hmm. which you can do some in Sun Peaks as well. But um, <laughs> I, think, I think this is a place where uh, I would let my hair down and okay. <laughs> uh, somewhat relax a little bit for a day or two and just soak in the nature and the peace. Mm -hmm. um, 
going back to the winter, uh, Sun Peaks is, is Canada's second largest ski area. And the area that we play in is about 10,000 acres. That includes the village and, and the mountainous terrain surrounding us. So um, because we have fewer visitors, there is an enormous amount of terrain, trails, uh, mountains to explore where you can literally get out into there and you feel like you're the only person on earth. And when thinking about coming to Canada from an international perspective, you know, what do people think about or expect is wide open spaces, um, massive vistas and views, nature, and that's what we can provide. But getting into some more of the adrenaline stuff in summer, um, for those that don't know, Sun Peaks opened a downhill mountain bike park uh, in 1999. Uh, hosted the Canadian Downhill ca uh, Championships in 2013, 14, and 15. And I will not take anything away from the Whistler Bike Park. It is all things to everyone. However, over the past year, Sun Peaks has invested $1.5 million and actually opened up two more mountains for mountain biking and a mountain for uh, a dual mountain or a shared mountain for biking and hiking. So we've got three mountains to bike on now that surround the village, sort of 360 degrees away. So the, the biking product in Sun Peaks is something that that you must try and for the, you know, throw your hair on fire and, and rip down a, a downhill mountain bike park can be intimidating. Um, but we've got uh, a really well designed trail network that's built on progression. So for those that want to test it, that would be me and you, Paula. Definitely. Yeah. I, I'm on yeah. the tricycle. Yeah. <laughs> You're on the tricycle. Perfect. So we're, we're going to put you into one of the Discover Mountain Biking uh, camps. It's a two-hour camp. It's professional instruction, and it takes you out there and gets you comfortable on the bike. And once you do the two hours, the next day, and this is why you want to stay three nights, the next day you're going to do Discover Progression Park. And that's a really fun little area with little jumps and little berms. And we've got a, a, a guided tour or a lesson that takes four hours uh, that you can practice learning how to, to, to turn the corner and ride the berms and, and hit little features and build up that progression. And because it's kind of designed around Michael's trip where we don't ride uphill. So once you get to the bottom, you hop on a little magic carpet and it takes you back up to the top of the progression. Yeah, nice. So it's all gravity fed. Uh, but it's a great active way to get in there and, and test out mountain biking. Uh, for those that are a little bit less inclined for the adrenaline, uh, we've also got some amazing uh, cross-country bike tours, uh, e-bike rentals, e-enduro rentals. So there's lots of different ways to get out there and enjoy nature. Um, the newest activity, which may or may not be checked off by the health and safety authority uh is the axe throwing experience oh <laughs> now you're talking this is the one where you bring all your kids <laughs> the quintessential canadiana you've got to wear plaid have a shot of maple syrup and then throw some axes oh that's um, brilliant yeah it's, it could be very popular though isn't it it's like yeah. all hormonal women stand here absolutely there's some kind of a carnal <laughs> love like you get up there and you throw an axe and it's just amazing um i had mentioned we've got a couple of big announcements um uh, for those mm -hmm. that may not have known this isn't necessarily new but quite a quite an acclamation for sun peak so as noted we were a, a ski resort or ski town originally and recently we were um invited to uh, to participate and become a select or a a olympic venue if oh, british yeah. columbia bids and wins on the 2030 Olympics. Oh. So we will be hosting all the freestyle events in partnership with Vancouver and Whistler. So from a ski oh. destination, 
that's kind of a big deal. Now, nice. lots, wow. of lots of hoops to go through. So we're kind of keeping it a little bit quiet in that it's not, we don't know if we're going we to get tell that, Colin, we won't tell anyone. <laughs> well, don't, I don't, I'm not sure about Michael might tell a few people. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we're pretty excited about that. And I think that at gives a bit of a testament to sort of the or qualifies Sun Peaks mm -hmm. as absolutely as a, congratulations yeah. to you Definitely. and to everyone in Sun Peaks for that some achievements yeah, yeah so good absolutely. luck with it as well thanks yeah we're it's actually the first ever indigenous led Olympic Games so there's wow. three nations in Vancouver the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh and Squamish nations that are actually bidding on the games so it's been an interesting process so far where the indigenous nations came together and as a community, we weren't really a part of it we, until they got together and figured out how they wanted to, to go about doing this. So from a sustainability, from a reconciliation uh, perspective, this is going to be, could be uh, just a, a really monumental game. So really proud to be part of that. And we will, we will take their lead graciously. Absolutely. Mm, what wonderful. an amazing feat that is, mm. really is. Um, so interesting. And Paula didn't know that, by the way. <laughs> no. no, no. Like I said, it's 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 on the back burner, so to speak, at the moment. But um, I did mention we had other news uh, to announce today as well. And as of 50 minutes ago, it was publicly announced that Sun Peaks has now been um, invited to participate and be part of the Altera Icon Pass program. So for skiers out there, it's a pretty big deal uh, in that if you have an icon pass and there's 50 different resorts around the world, including five or six in Europe, so Chamonix, Kitzbühel, Zermatt, um, if you have an icon pass, you can actually now ski, depending on the actual pass that you have, uh, five or seven days in Sun Peaks as part of your pass. Oh. So it's a quite a big oh. program that uh, that we've been a part of. There's only, there's eight resorts in in Canada that are part of the Icon Pass. Lots in the US, mm -hmm. number in Europe, a uh, couple in Australia, for instance. So we're uh, we're pretty excited about rolling that out as well and having an exciting season coming up. Wow, wow. lots of things to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. We have to get onto that Icon Pass, oh, don't we? We do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? My little analogy will be, stop snacking, take a three course full on. That's what I think we should do with yeah. all these trips. Um, and uh, I, I have to say as well, I would love to just hang around and just, uh, I, I could just, I just get swallowed up in, you know, the, your descriptions and the way you, you sort of talk about these places that you're all mm -hmm. very proud of, obviously, like Lisa, Michael and Colin. It really is wonderful mm -hmm. and it really does give us a, a, a huge insight. So thanks so much. And yeah, hopefully we will get to hang around just that mm -hmm. little bit longer again soon. Um, and Paula from First Class Holidays, um, you're our travel expert, of course, but how do we go about booking any of these? Yes, well, obviously, we're only a phone call or a click away, basically. Um, so you can contact us um, on our telephone, which is 0161 885606, where our guys are standing by to help put together any itinerary for you, incorporating this wonderful part of the world. Um, alternatively, call and see your local independent travel agent. If you do not already have an independent agent that you already work with, we have hundreds upon hundreds that we can personally recommend for you so just let us know and we can point you in the right direction 
go on our website, www.fcholidays.com. Um, or you can email us, Canada at fcholidays.com. And we're just waiting to help you plan these wonderful itineraries and just give you some ideas. We, we BC is such a wonderful and diverse um, you know, province. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely amazing. And we do more tourism to BC than anywhere. So, you know, let us be your experts. Let yeah. us share our passion it's and our knowledge. It's guidance I think we yeah. need. It's all quite overwhelming. So mm-hmm. to have, uh, I think that's what first class holidays are all about as well, really. Just guiding mm-hmm. you in the right direction. Yeah, definitely. You know, and, and we've got something to suit every budget, every duration, every ability. So um, we, you know, we take pride in providing the best holiday to suit you so and we work tirelessly to make sure we deliver that i know that for a fact i know how hard you work so paula thank you and um there we are thank you for listening to first class escapes i've been your host jenny powell and i hope you've been inspired by the wild side of british columbia and all it can offer and also of course a massive thank you to our three very special guests first of all lisa thank you jenny thank you paula for having us and thank you everyone for listening and to us talking about the wonders of BC. Oh, we've enjoyed every second of it. So thanks, Lisa. Also to Michael. Thank you, Michael. Absolute pleasure. Oh, taking a bow. Lovely. And uh, Colin, what can I say? As usual, yeah, you're showing the peaky side of the sunny peaky side. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't say it better myself. Thanks for having me. We're beaked. And of course, Paula from First Class Holidays. Oh, thank you, guys. If you've enjoyed this episode, um, please subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you can get the next episode on release day. And do leave a review, please. We really appreciate that. We want to know all about how you feel um, and what your thoughts are on um, our service. And don't forget, you can find your perfect escape for you by searching for First Class Holidays today. And uh, yeah, you know what? Paula, I think you'll agree. Should we see them next time? Definitely. Okay. (laughs) It's a date for your next escape.